Bell finally gave the Ringer's Philly crew a podcast. I'm Ben Solak. And I'm Shiel Kapadia. That's right. Just a couple Philly guys with the new space to fire off some Eagles takes, get caught up in the Sixers chaos and more. We'll be coming to you twice a week on Sundays and Thursdays, plus bonus episodes whenever we get breaking news or Philly drama. Plus when Harden and Embiid somehow convince you suckers that this year is going to be different, our fellow Philly stands at the Ringer will have you covered on the Sixers and all your other favorite teams in town. It's Philly sports, Shiel. What could possibly go wrong? Join the fun and follow the Ringer's Philly special now on Spotify. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time, that's usually about Five o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. Basketball season is upon us. It's October. Somehow the season is starting in 16 days. It's going to be 15 days on Monday by the time you hear this. We have the Ringer NBA show. We have the mismatch with Chris Vernon, Kevin O'Connor. We have some fun video stuff planned. We have KOC going to Vegas on Tuesday to see Victor Wampanyama and Scoot Henderson going head to head. A lot of basketball royalty is going to be there. I was thinking about going, but then I decided, wait a second, why would I go to some random basketball game in the first part of October when I could just stay home? So that's what I'm going to do because I'm old. Got the Clippers tickets. Got to figure that one out. Preseason games. You can't give those away. That'd be a good bit. Just me walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard trying to give two Clippers preseason tickets away. It's unclear if people want to go to the regular season Clippers. We'll find out. I am. This is going to be my uh, 19th season as a Clippers season ticket. My God, 19 seasons as a Clippers season ticket holder. Needless to say, no finals games for that one. Uh, coming up on this podcast, Cousin Sal and I are going to rehash week four. We're going to try to uh, anoint Bailey Zappi as the new savior of not only the New England Patriots, but the league. I've had bronchitis for the last couple of days. I'm on antibiotics. I'm on cold medication. I am lit right now. I'm not even sure I should be doing a podcast. Let's bring in Pearl Jam! <laughs>
All right, cousin Sal is here taping this 8:45 Sunday night. I am, I'm going to be uh, out of control in this pod. I have been battling bronchitis for three days. I'm oh. on all kinds of cold stuff. You've got boxes in the background. I don't know what's going on in your life. This could be the craziest pod we've had. The Pats down arrow, uh, even though almost beat the Packers in Lambeau. Cowboys up arrow. Cowboys Eagles co- uh, combined seven and one, and it's looking like the class of the uh, NFL, that division. That's the best divisional wow, rivalry right now. I hadn't even thought of that. It's not yeah. the AFC West. Yeah. Well, um, I had I wrote down all the division rivalries, right? If we're going to say yeah. 2022 division rivalries, mm-hmm. Philly-Dallas, Baltimore-Cincy, Buffalo-Miami, Minnesota-Green Bay, Rams-San Francisco, Chiefs-Chargers, Tampa-New Orleans, or Indianapolis-Tennessee. Philly-Dallas, good history. Philly's playing the best in the league right now. You got the mm-hmm. Cooper Rush Ewing theory thing going, a big quarterback controversy that I know you don't want to talk about, but we're going to talk about it. And I think uh, I'm most excited for Philly Dallas this year. It's very exciting. It's funny you mentioned rivalries because the Cowboys and what was the Redskins and what was the football team and is now the commies is uh, was supposed to be a rivalry. And then they showed up in those uniforms that looked like cross between prison uniforms, between Steelers ripoff, between uh, Army. I, I don't know what it was. I hate that. Like, if you're going to screw with the uniforms, don't do it during a rivalry, right? Do it yeah. for Detroit Detroit and Seattle because everybody across the board hates those uniforms. And, and the only way it makes money, which I know it comes out of money, is because the, these kids who need to buy every uniform that a team owns. But uh, I'm with you. That's a great rivalry. I'm happy about this division. I don't. I hate the uniform thing too. I don't understand it. The Bengals the other day on Thursday night, yeah. these uniforms. Yeah, I, you could have told me they were a hundred different teams in college or the NFL, and I would have believed you. You could have told me they extra? were Wisconsin State. I it, it, any team, any city. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known. Would you pay extra? Like you say, look, we need to make money. The NFL is dirt poor, and you're lucky if this league is even around next year. But we need to make money on new jerseys. Now, if you put money up. Uh, in the beginning of the season, we won't subject you to these hideous jerseys, but uh, mm. it would have been money you spent on them. Would you go for that? I think I would. 25 bucks a person? Why like not? we all put in 20 bucks and they can't do yeah. these dumb uniforms anymore? Yeah, we put them down right away. Yeah. I would put in 20 bucks for Channel 701 on DirecTV that has the four <laughs> games going, but somehow like a shitload of space on the left side that's just completely unused. Because <laughs> there are so many games. They loaded the early games today. Yeah. And I had four on the main TV and then I had seven games going and I was just mad the whole time that they've screwed up channel 701. The easiest all-time yeah. layup of a TV channel. Just put four boxes and fill the TV. Well, and how about when they have three ads how about and what, stupid shit? There was three in the late afternoon and then you have to have that dead box that says like uh, Jets win or something stupid, right? From three and a half hours earlier. It's like, why can't you make those three games I don't know. There, there's a way to do it that they're they're bigger screens and there's just three of them. Yeah, God forbid. Anyway, your yeah. team plays Philly twice and might be our only chance to stop the uh, Eagles from going 20-0 this year, which I was joking about with Ben Solak last week, but now it doesn't feel like as much of a joke. I know. I keep trying to find a flaw and I like them this week and you know, uh, I could blame Trevor Lawrence fumbling four times, losing four fumbles. No, let's, bl- is- let's blame that. Let's blame oh, the four fumbles. That? Yeah, okay. let's do that. Anyway. I, you, by the way, aside from the bronchitis, you lost money today. I could just tell. I could just oh, tell. I, I don't know did. how. Are you kidding? I, I don't know what how do you, you did it. Yeah. Who, who did you have? I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but 
Uh, I went 11, two and one, but I don't want to talk about that. I made like $40 going 11, two and one, but, um, did, uh, did, did Jags hurt you? I know. What Jags were your two losses? My two losses were, um, I, I had the Steelers and I had some, Oh other my God, you almost won the Steelers. I know. I know. Well, I, I, I won some that I should have lost, uh, too. Um, the, well, well I'd the, say the late Jaguars is one of them. Yeah. Oh, and I had a, I had a, I went against Arizona because I still think they suck. But yeah, those are my two losses. They might. There were a couple weird results today. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles, they're down fourteen nothing. The Jaguars never score again. That and then they finally get one late. But it, it goes from fourteen nothing to what twenty nine fourteen. I think the mm-hmm. Eagles had twenty nine uninterrupted points. And Lawrence, who I was really bullish on, I thought he was playing great, and he stunk. He E, the bad weather, I don't know what was going on, but he just couldn't hold it on the ball. And the Eagles, it was almost like watching what happened to the Celtics. Here we go. NBA Finals when the when the Warriors were just mm. diving at the at the ball because they just, you know, Miami had stumbled on this game plan of like anytime Jalen Brown goes to the basket, just dive at his knees and try to tip the ball. And that's what the Eagles was doing with Lawrence. They were just trying, they were just trying to like bat his balls like he was a basketball player. And guess what? It worked. He had four fumbles and didn't recover any of them somehow. I was excited because the 14 nothing lead, and I don't know if anyone's paying attention, but the Eagles, if you could get on them for one thing, is they got shut out the last two second halves. I'm like, oh boy. So this is a, a, a quick starting team, and they did not have a quick start, but sure enough, they put up nine points in the uh, fourth quarter, which was enough. Yeah. Um, Jay- and Jalen Hurts threw the interception. I was all set. I was Pick all six. Oh, I was all set. I, right, exactly. Uh, and then they had 210 yards rushing, so they hurt you. Uh, many different ways. Oh, how great would it have been if this team with Cooper Rush was tied with the Eagles, didn't lose any ground for first place uh, almost a quarter of the way through the season. The Eagles are good. They continue to be impressive. The fact that they could just erase 14 and nothing deficits like that. A couple of big play receivers. They're mm-hmm. able to run the ball. Hertz can pull two third downs out of his ass, two thirds and third and longs. And they have pass rush. You know, they were yep. really, uh, I, the Jags offensive line isn't awesome. But they were swarming it, and I don't know. I I was really impressed. The fact that they did that in bad weather too. I don't didn't feel like last year that was really a bad weather team. So there's that yeah, team. very balanced on offense, like 200 yards passing, 200 yeah. yards rushing, and that yeah, like you said, a pass rush. But Hassan Reddick led the way with a two sacks. I think yeah, this I, I'm I'm scared of this team. I'm officially afraid. I don't know that they win the NFC, but uh, I saw a bunch of crap otherwise. So I'm not sure who else I would take other than them. Well, we created a podcast, the Ringers Philly special, right before mm-hmm. the season to cover the Eagles and then do the Sixers. And I'm starting to worry that Philly might might be the new Boston, where the Eagles, they're going to be in the mix. I think the Sixers are going to be really good this year. I hate to say it, but I like their team. And maybe there's going to be some sort of Philly thing that's happening um, over the next yeah. nine months, starting with the Eagles, moving in with the Sixers. I, the Sixers, I think, have the kind of juiciest odds. They're that second-tier contender, but I don't think they should be. I think they should be at least mm-hmm. up if Harden's going to be in shape. So anyway, they, there might be a Philly renaissance coming. Well, listen, you don't I'm care because the Mets yeah. season is done. I, I was just going to say, don't bring up the the actual Phillies because then, then we're diving into baseball, and that's an that's a area I don't want to hit at all. Disgusting. Well, Disgusting. Since the last time we saw you, Dallas yeah. won twice and right. did it impressively. Yeah. 
And you didn't really seem like you lost. I admittedly did not watch a ton of Cowboys Washington today because it just felt like one of those games you had. But Mm -hmm. good defense. You can run the ball a little. Make some throws. What am I missing? It looks like I I thought when you lost your left tackle, I thought your team was going to fall apart. It didn't happen. So why? I'm trying to think, did you ever have a time when you rather see the defense than the offense? No, well, that wouldn't be the case with any of the Brady years, right? For your team. But I, the, I'm like the first year, the team. first Brady yeah. year was like that. I felt I like so, we had right. an advantage when we were on defense almost. Right. So now we're talking almost two decades since you, you felt that way. And uh, and I don't even mind the Cowboys offense, like 15 for 27, two touchdowns. I'll, I'll take that every single day out of uh, Cooper Rush. And, you know, as long as the C.D. Lambs step up and don't drop and Michael Gallup was a nice, um, you know, comeback. Even Ezekiel Elliott is in, uh, you know, you don't want, feel like cutting him at halftime, right? He gets some right. tough yards. So, uh, yeah, this is a tough team. I don't I don't know that, you know, they'll go to Lambeau in January and win, but uh, 25-10 and you're not worried at all in the fourth quarter. You can't ask for much more. So the worst division rivalry, I think, is Indianapolis-Tennessee. Indy stinks, which we said last week. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's okay. I don't really trust any receiver they have, but I think they're better coached than Indianapolis is. That division, that could be, that really could be our eight and nine division champ division. If if the Jags, maybe this was an anomaly. I still believe in the talent on that team, mm-hmm. but that was a pretty big pratfall they had today. Considering that it's just a blow, fourteen nothing lead, I thought was brutal. But I, I, out of those four teams, I think I like them the most. But I don't know if uh, other than Indy, the Tennessee, Houston came within three of a pretty banged up Chargers team today, and then they fell apart. But I think that's our worst division, right? I think you're right, and I, I said that. Yeah, eight or nine wins takes this division because they're not gonna just. They're not going to be lopsided victories over the Jaguars and Texans. Those teams are older and and better now yeah. than they were a year ago. They actually, may even be better than these two teams that we're we're discussing. I mean, the Texans, the Texans are what oh three and one, and they're top three. No exaggeration, teams in the NFL. No, all right, maybe that's exa- that's an exaggeration. No, I, I got I got on the case of the NFL, Mike. Is anyone good, really? Like I was annoyed with the with the Bills, and then they won, but. Um, I think a better game to play is who's the worst team? Who's the absolute worst team in the league right now? Mm. And whatever it's your not, first four guesses are going to be wrong. It's not Pittsburgh? Okay, you got it right. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like They they show flashes. I guess it would have to be Pittsburgh at this point. But it's not well, Houston, right? It's not Detroit or Seattle, as you would think. It's not Atlanta, as you might think. It's not any of the teams... I mean, there's the Bears are probably right up there, but they have two wins. There's a bunch of two win teams that are just atrocious. I think I would have it between Pittsburgh and the Bears. I watched the Bears. I stupidly bet on the Bears today, and it was yeah. a bet against the Giants. So I, I actually feel okay about it. It's like, all right, the Giants right. have no receivers. How are they going to score more than ten points? Danny Danny Dimes will throw a pick. They lose both quarterbacks during the game. Yeah. They throw for seventy one yards total in the game. And the Bears lose by eight. And How about this? Watching Their it, top wide receiver was Darius Slayton, one catch for eleven yards. Yeah, watching it, it we were we were joking like Fields is just a running back. Like they, he mm-hmm. should actually have the Derrick Henry running back shoulder pads because they just know they're not going to really anytime anything breaks down for more than a second, he's scampering off. But I just 
to lose to a team that had 71 passing yards, you would have thought that's the most incredible thing we're going to see today. And then you have the mm-hmm. Falcons who basically did the same thing. Mariota finished seven yeah. for 19 for 139 yards and a pick. And they somehow still beat Cleveland. They ran for 202 yards, the Falcons. And I think before we get back to your worst, uh, worst team thing, I think the Falcons might be this year's how the fuck did they make the playoffs team? I thought no. it was going to be the Panthers. Really? And I think it's going to be the Falcons. They're three and one. That division just stinks. I feel like full divisions take off in a single day, right? Like the Saints look lousy. I don't care that they were in it at the end. And and the Bucks look lousy. And the Saints, uh, the Falcons won. Carolina was bad. By the way, Falcons I, are two and two. I got that wrong. I'm yeah, on a lot of Mets. Two. Yeah. <laughs> but they could go nine and eight and make the playoffs. Yeah, I guess. We were looking for a team in that division to stand up to the Bucks, And I still think the Bucks defense is good. I think they play the Falcons next week, right? Yeah. So maybe this... Uh, Maybe this sounds dated, but yeah, that's uh, that's not a pretty division. So, but they're definitely not the worst team. I mean, you just maybe you nailed it with the Steelers. Maybe it was an easier exercise than I thought. No, I, I think Steelers and Bears have to be in the conversation. If you look at the point differential right now, mm-hmm. Washington's the worst, minus yeah. thirty four. Colts are minus twenty eight. Titans are minus twenty six. So nobody's like really egregiously bad. If you think the la- who is the worst the last three games, it's Washington. But Washington yeah, had that win right. in week one against the Jags. But Washington is trending toward potentially being the worst team. The, the point is, like I think in years past, you could say, all right, through four weeks, the worst team is one that struggles to score 10 points a game. I don't think we have any of those. I don't think we have any on the other end, too, where the best team is definitely putting up 35 a week, right? I yeah. Mean, well, the Bills did it with 23. Chiefs definitely look great, but... Um, I don't fully trust anyone yet. Well, if you had to bet for who's going to have the worst record this year, who would you bet on? Right now? Yeah. From, I don't think the odds are up. Well, because I had the Bears, uh, and that's not doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Um, I don't want to do Detroit. Uh, I think the Bears could still happen. Why you still stick happen? with the they're Bears? They're two and two. No, they're two and two. I don't. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't cross them off. Texans are 0-3 and one, but like you said, mm-hmm. they've hung around in every game. They got that. Chargers game, it was a three-point game. I thought they were going to win. Right. They were yeah. right there, and it looked like the Chargers were caving, like always. Um, the Commanders and Steelers are one and three. I mean, we have the the one and three teams are Vegas, Carolina, New England, New Orleans, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Washington, mm-hmm. Houston. So I got it. You're, you're going to say you're going to think this is crazy, but if Denver hadn't won last week and they were sitting at one and they're two and two, right? If they were one and three with the, the toughest schedule as they have, mm. I would take a chance with them. Let's uh, we'll take a quick break and then we got to talk about Russell Hustle and Bustle. And the NFL week right on Monday night with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. One of my favorite things about FanDuel, same game parlays. We got one Monday night, Rams 49ers. I think the Rams are going to win. I've been cold, but if you want to listen to me, maybe my luck will turn. Rams to win, cup to score, a touchdown anytime in the game. Debo Samuel over 29 and a half rushing yards. That is plus. 656 on FanDuel right now. Go check it out. Go make your own. You can continue building same game parlays even after the game has started and there's no feeling better from a gambling standpoint than nailing an SGP. Lock it in today on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code BS. That is promo code BS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. 
Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, the Broncos. Here's where I'd be really scared if I was a Broncos fan. It's not just that they're two and two. It seems like they lost Javante Williams, who's their best offensive player. It's one mm-hmm. of those. It's definitely a knee injury. We'll find out tomorrow. It's not good. You read the tweets. Everybody's like, it's not good. It's not good. When do the it's not good tweets come out? And then it turns out, no, it's actually totally fine. He's played next <laughs> week. It's usually a terrible sign. Uh, knees, and- knees are bad. Randy Gregory, too, right? On the defensive end. He was carted off the two knee injuries uh, right. between Williams and Gregory. Yep. And then we could talk about Russ in a sec, but the fact that their last six games, Chiefs twice, Chargers twice, at Baltimore, home for Arizona, if they're not at least 500 heading into that stretch, they're not going to make the playoffs. My guess is they'll be like maybe five and seven. Or, you know, mm-hmm. five and six, whatever. They're six games. I can't even remember how many games. We have 17 games. Yeah. Let's say they're five and six going into that stretch. It's done. Cross them off. They have to be, I would say, seven yeah. and four going into that stretch. And that, that team, from what we've seen and then the injuries today, that team's not going to be at seven four. They might be a cross off. We talked about this when we did the over-unders. And I was like, I can't mm-hmm. decide. Denver or Miami, who's getting that seventh seed? It's clearly Miami is the team. Well, clearly, I mean, we haven't talked about Tua, but they have to sit him. They have to get ahead of what the league is going to spank them for and sit Tua for six games, right? I mean, uh, yeah. and and then you're confident in Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's either of those two teams, but I'm willing Denver to come in fourth because that's what I picked. Uh, I wasn't right about many things. I had the Raiders to win that division, the Saints to win the NFC so South. So maybe your so. Vegas thing's still alive. Yeah, I think they're better than one and three. That's for sure. But um but I, I don't have high hopes for Denver, even before the Javante Williams. I mean, they just, Russ doesn't look the same. I know you leave him voicemail messages, but he just does not look the same at all. He's, he's chucking balls into the ground um, and, uh, and, and not really in trouble when he's doing it. There was a play today. They had like a long third down and it was in the second half. He bought himself some time and he scrambled out of the pressure. Mm-hmm. And in the old days, he either would have run and done Russell, one of those crazy Russell Wilson runs, or he would have bought himself some time and just chucked it downfield. And right. he just checked down and threw it for like seven yards, and it was short of the first down. And it was the kind of play like you would expect like Geno Smith to make, or mm-hmm. you know Andy Dalton, or anybody who's just on that Andy Dalton level of QBs, right? Tyrod Taylor, whoever, you name it. And that was when I was thinking, I, he just might not have it anymore. We see it happen. It doesn't usually happen with football quarterbacks like this, but we see it happen in other sports where somebody's an all-star, an all-pro, and then it kind of flips. The only thing you can say in his favor is like new team, new coach, new personnel. They don't have a lot of practice during the summer. It takes mm-hmm. a while. Like what we saw from the Chiefs tonight where the Chiefs looked awesome tonight. They looked like dog shit last week and maybe like give them the benefit of the doubt. But this is, if you watch Wilson, like we talked about before the season, if you watched him, 
before this season. This is how he looked in Seattle for a year and a half. So yeah, I I feel like this is who he is. You're not wrong, and I don't think you're. I don't think it's bad for you to say that. Like, well, how? Like, it's not that surprising. He's going. He's going to be 34 at the end of the year. So that's yeah. you know. To, I will bring up basketball again, but that's what, what's the equivalent. Like when a bat, when a center turns 30, <clears throat> uh, younger than that, right? But you see, it's all speed, right? So the speed catches up to you. And then all of a sudden, you don't have the advantage. In addition to everything you just said, new team. And the, but the biggest problem is, like you said, they don't have a they don't have a stretch to catch their breath, right? They no. don't have like, all right, they have Houston, Detroit, and Seattle the next three, so they'll be okay. It's just uh, get slapped in the face. Um, you know, they have, and then they on three days rest, they have Indianapolis and watch watch J, JT go crazy on them. Something stupid well, will the, happen there. The coach seems pretty pretty like a pretty brutal hire. He could be a one That's and the done. Other thing. Yep. And then the Minnesota coach doesn't seem much better either. The other KOC, not the Ringers KOC, but Minnesota KOC, pretty tough. Do we give Coach Zimmer too much crap? Like maybe uh, because the one thing that stands out to me is the defense isn't that good. Packers defense doesn't seem as good as they, they should be either. But um, no. the Saints and Andy Dalton were moving the ball pretty much at will when they needed to um, from the second quarter on. Yeah, that felt like. One of those, how the fuck did New Orleans, like classic London game, how the fuck did New Orleans win that with all these weapons missing? And then somehow right. Minnesota had the classic one by three. It mm-hmm. was it was the double doink. But yep. I think they pushed. Where did the line end? Did the line end at three on Sunday? Oh, no. It went to it went to like four and a half with all the... Oh, so the Saints uh, covered. Okay. Yeah, Saints covered. And I know like 80% of the tickets on Caesars at least had the Vikes. So, um, yeah. Did you watch the game? Did you get get up for it? I did. I watched uh, the last three quarters. I skipped the first quarter because I was sick. But All right, so you it, not even bronchitis it. could stop me from watching a shitty London game. <laughs> I had to do it. You replaced the you repl- you didn't have to replace Kamara. I mean, everybody was uh, devastated by that. When when it's on the West Coast, when your guy gets taken out of the lineup at five fifty a.m., um, you just want to shoot somebody. Well, Lewis K, um, PR yeah. PR guy for the Stars. Mm-hmm. He's in the league where I'm the commissioner and he sent me a text at 627 PT panicked. Hey, can you change, pa- put Pallard in for Kamara, the league? Locked, oh, I love but it. The game hasn't started yet. There's nothing worse as the commissioner than getting the text or email from that guy. And for some reason in every league, it's one guy. It's not six. So it's the same mm-hmm. guy. And Lewis is the guy oh, in our league. Wow. Second oh, time. Wow. Second time. I didn't say anything when he texted back. Second time this year where I have to come in on my white horse and do a change for him because he can't run a team. <laughs> How hard is this? We're all playing by the same rules. It's like his, the game's his, lock. Get your fucking yeah. starting lineup in. We, there's no like, oh, I didn't realize. It's like all of us have jobs. It's not like your job's harder than my job. Put your wow. lineup in. Wow. And as Kamara like- was questionable the whole week. You know what's So don't put him in. Just put Pollard in. Real- I don't even think you you realize what's funny about this because I had the same move where I had to replace Camaro with Pollard and I just made that decision last night. I was like, yeah, forget it. I'm not, you know what? Because you know how to play fantasy yeah. football. You it's know not what? like, not oh, really I hope Camaro plays yeah. and if he doesn't, I'll just email my commissioner at 628. You, you might be giving me too much credit. You know how many points Pollard scored today? How many? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Is that a, true? It was, exa- it was an exact watch. If you're in a PPR, he's, he scored like 0. 0.6 or something. But, oh, poor Lewis K. I think his team needs a publicist. I mean, after all the damage you just did to it, that's funny. He might actually, I'm in two leagues with him because he's in our AL Keeper League too. And uh-huh. 
he's just, he's never really contended and he's usually, his team's usually a disaster no. and it's always somebody else's fault. And I, I just think he should take a break from year. fantasy sports. <laughs> oh my God. Is that right? Is he getting nah, canceled? I'm just, I'm just lashing out. <laughs> his I'm team's getting canceled. We love hilarious. He loves when we talk. But yeah, he is that guy. Does your, you run a fantasy league. Do you have the oh, one yeah. guy who, t- who yeah, texts you at 629? Yeah, it's my friend Frank, who's been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. Still and, uh, can't get it right. I, I, yeah, I thought on internet we'd be uh, better off, but I don't know if he even has a computer. But the London game is trouble. It really is. I think it caused trouble in families. Like, I had the volume way. I did my thing where I turned the volume way down the night before and put it on NFL Network and so that I could just hit one button, right? And uh, you won't hear anything. But it lights up the room like a, like a spaceship landed on our porch. So my wife yeah. is screaming at me at 626. Uh, AM West Coast. It's too many time zones away. I know they want it in prime time wherever the game is played, but they, I think they have to play in Greenland or something, like one or two time zones. You just started at seven o'clock. Don't start it at 630 Pacific. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The other thing, why is the crowd so raucously crazy at those games? Are they like intentionally getting the fans drunk? What's going on? Those are like the best crowds in the NFL now. And And it looks like a great field too. Yeah. Seems like a yeah. really fun. Uh, I don't want to crap on MetLife, but it's. Uh, I, I was there for the Giants Cowboys and miraculously saw a Cowboys win for the first time over the Giants ever in my life out of five, I think. And uh, and I was like, wow, I'm watching this game in London where there's a game once a year and they they make a better football presentation. Yeah, I don't MetLife, which was built what ten years ago. No. I had this argument with. Oh, I guess it was twelve. Yeah, the Super 12? Bowl was ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they had. Yeah. In my opinion, any stadium that's built within the last 15 years, if the fans don't like it, it's just an mm-hmm. abject disaster. Inside the stadium, it's fine, but it's so hard to get in and out. And then yep. when you get in, it's like this five-story, you know, like freaking, it takes forever to go anywhere. And it's just mm-hmm. this all-day thing. I don't think people want to spend half of their day going to and from a football stadium. Hard for me to believe they didn't figure that piece out. You're yeah. building a brand new stadium. How do you not figure out getting in, getting out? I'm not going to argue with that. I think you're referring to our very own uh, Los Angeles SoFi Stadium, which I'm not looking forward to going to Cowboys Rams this week. I mean, if Lewis K was trying to get out of the MetLife <laughs> Stadium, he'd probably like one minute before, like call the Uber driver, like, hey, can you, I've just decided right now I need an Uber. Um, <laughs> Should Lewis K become MetLife Stadium's public? We might have to bring him on next week. He might have to <laughs> come on it. to defend himself next week. No way he will. Never Last minute text Lewis K. Last minute Lewis. Can we get <laughs> that be his Louis? new nickname? Last like minute Louis. Uh oh, the game's about to start. Wait, I got a text. Oh, it's Lewis. I got to make so a lineup change. Did you change it? Did you end up? I changing did, it? but I did the thing where I didn't mention. I didn't respond back to to show my contempt. No, but then you have to alert his teammate, not his teammate, his opponent, and say, uh, yeah, he got this in on time. You had to go through all that, too? Eh, whatever. Powered at zero points. Um, right, I know. The other thing is, it was 628 in the morning. Like, what if what if I was sleeping? What if I had my phone set for, like, beeps, yeah. and then somebody beeps, and I think, like, it's my dad, and something happened? No, it's Lewis needs a lineup change for the London game. <laughs> last second. Thanks, Lewis. Louis, London Louis. <laughs> last again. minute Louis. London, London Louis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, can we talk about Tua really quick it's been yeah, sure. beaten to death the last five days of Rettley Stowe because this was a terrible story we were on this podcast last week talking about how we thought he was concussed and whatever and it's just the NFL so Kristen Winsky 
who was on my is at the forefront of the concussion stuff and he's done mm -hmm. incredible amounts of good stuff he was on my podcast at espn i think at least once he's a great twitter follower mm -hmm. and he tweeted before that bengals dolphins game if Tua takes the field tonight it's a massive step back for concussion care in the nfl if he has a second concussion that destroys his season or career, everyone involved will be sued and should lose their jobs, coaches included. We all saw it, even if they must know this isn't right. One of the things that Chris has done a lot of work on and all those concussion guys that starts in Harvard, it's great. And I think the work they've done, they've been getting brains for a long time and it's just really, really valuable and we've learned a ton from them. One of the things we've learned is like, if you get a concussion, you come back too soon, you get another concussion. It's like worth five concussions. It's like uh -huh. when your brain isn't healed yet and gets another one, that's when you get real damage. Right. You can recover from a concussion, but you need to recover from it. And you get the second one and that's when, you know, so his whole thing is like, if somebody gets two that close together, you should just be out, you know, for months. Uh -huh. I'm going to be so interested to see how they handle the when should Tua come back part of this because they're still claiming he didn't have a concussion initially, but he definitely did. And then the second one, he's he had the clenched fingers thing, which was just awful. And even if they say, no, no, he's feeling better, I just think, I think he should be gone. I'm not just saying this like from a competitive thing because the Patriots are in that division. This is just like somebody's life. I think he should be gone for at least six weeks. Yeah, well, number one, you can't leave it up to him, right? Like when they're no. saying, no, he, wa he watched this movie with the team and he was laughing like, oh, stop with this crap. This is this has nothing to do with anything, right? Like, hey, he put his pants on and they all were working. He buttoned them and everything. It's like, no, yeah. you screwed up. We're going to see somewhere that he had two concussions in four days. That, that video we saw of him last week walking off against the Bills between plays. We've all had back injuries. I know you've had a back injury. You never buckle like that after a back injury, right? That's what they claim no. the injury was, his back. Yeah, you don't, you don't become like one of those uh, the, in front of like a car wash, one of those balloon men guys. It's, it, was, it was disgusting. And then the same thing. And I was out. And so I'm watching. And I thought, I'm like, oh, he mangled his finger. Is that what I saw? Because I wasn't like paying attention. I was like out at right. an event. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? No, that's, that's at least six to eight weeks. Like I said, on their own before the NFL steps in and says, no, no, no. Dolphins, you're about to be fined again uh, for another a ludicrous thing. Now, that said, I do think some people are hypocritical about this, like on Twitter, like people who have said, oh, let them play, maybe not with head injuries, but people definitely want, in general, their their stars to play hurt, to try to play hurt. So yeah. there's a little bit of hypocrisy here, but when it's head injuries, I think um, anything goes and you got to protect these guys. I think part of the hypocrisy, which I think belongs to all of us, is... Mm -hmm. That Thursday game snuck up on everybody. First of all, he went back in in the second half and it didn't pass the smell test for any of us, but only like Kristen Winsky is the only one I saw who just came out and was like, this is the most fucked up thing I've seen in a long time. This has to, they, they can't allow this to happen. And then it happened. I didn't, maybe if there were people out there that were doing that, I think for the most part, people were like, oh, maybe he didn't get a concussion. I, I think we're, we were benefited the doubting too much with a league that, um, even though it's made the game a little bit safer, I wouldn't say they're exactly uh, they're exactly uh, caring no. for the players. And what about it's and it's right in our face that that yeah that highlight of him. Like it's not like he went under the blue tent and couldn't remember his you know his mother's na maiden name or something like, and they hid that. Like that was there right. for everyone to see. It's disgraceful.
Yeah, like if you have, you fall into those best fight videos on Twitter or mm-hmm. any of those, you said those YouTube clips or whatever. And and when a guy gets punched like that and they'll like stagger around two seconds later, that's basically what he did. Like he tried to get up and the first time, not the second time, tried to get up. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, he had wobbly knees. It was like a boxer when they're giving them the 10 count and he's trying to, he's trying to stand up, say he's fine. And then he's not fine. And the ref will just stop it. Um, the whole, yeah, this wasn't was this, a Roy Jones Jr. thing where he was like pretending he was not just yeah. to date the guy, right? That, that, or yeah, Ric Flair. That, that it certainly wasn't. Right. No Ric Flair. <laughs> right. Well, it was uh. a terrible story. And the league has been able to skate on these for a while because people mm-hmm. love football. We talked about this at the beginning of the year. The league is like immune to this stuff. People during the pandemic, people are so happy to have football back. Everybody gives it a wide, wide swath. But in this case, yeah. They almost can't let Tua come back until they know he's like 170%, not even 100%. He needs to be like able, he needs to be like Goodwill hunting at a fucking chalkboard doing math formulas and speaking multiple languages before I would feel good about sending him out there. I'm telling yeah. you, all the all the work on this is two concussions in less than a week. Like this is like what happened to Eric Lindros. This is what's happened mm-hmm. to a bunch of different athletes who were just never the same. Fucking Antonio Brown in a hotel room in Dubai. Remember that concussion he took? I don't oh, feel like man. he was ever the same since then. In that playoff game, he got knocked out cold. Like he was yeah. out. He was like unconscious. And he was, you I don't know, think he was ever the same after that. There might be like 45 things wrong with him. I don't know. You know I don't yeah, yeah, you don't narrow down the concussion. He's in Britney Spears territory Fair. where we can't even make fun of him. But the one thing's for sure, we can't let Tua decide on his own when he's ready to come back, right? That's a... Uh, Maybe if he's able to field Lewis K's text on a, a Sunday morning, like that'll be a nice step forward. Like, all right, he's <laughs> got <laughs> wits about him. Well, like if your son, if your son got a concussion playing football, yeah. How many weeks would you say there's no fucking way you're playing? Because I've thought we, about we, this. And I've talked about this with yeah. my wife. We had an agreement that it was going to be one and done. And then, and then you see the excitement of the game, and that they're five and one, and he's making an input, uh, uh, he's making a, an impact, like blocking extra points and stuff. And then it, it get clouds your judgment. It's easy. That's what I mean. It's easy to be hypocritical yeah. about it. But yeah, I would definitely, if he's woozy and like staring at his eggs in the morning, um, yeah, I want him out for a while, like you know, the, the whole rest of the season, probably. Yeah, it's at least weeks. That's what the NFL. These guys get concussions. Mm-hmm. They're back in like five days, you know. Right. We just had one last week. I forget was it uh one of the receivers, Duvernay, the Ravens. He had a concussion. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. he's feeling better. He's going to play this week. He's just got a concussion. He's feeling better. What does that mean? So they got to completely overhaul this. And the one thing the league has shown, and this is not praise, mm-hmm. they'll fuck things up like royally. They'll do like the dumbest. They'll do almost the opposite of what they should do. But then when enough people notice, they will like kind of be like, oh man, all right. And then they'll put in some sort of policy. Like they have fixed stuff, but it's like you have to beat them over the head with it to get them to fix it. No pun intended. And the right people have to be upset about it or the wrong people, right? So like COVID, I I think you could have COVID on Monday at this point and and get in the game Sunday. I'm not sure if that's true. I I think you could have COVID like the week before, you know, the week three days leading up. If you pop a negative, you're good. This changed yeah. over the couple of years. If you compare that to head injuries, that that's insanity, right? Before we do guess the lines, 
first coach this has fired. Been fun. This, this has been a fun talk. Yeah. Now <laughs> we had to do it. It's necessary. I get it. Yep. First coach fired: Matt Rule, Ron Rivera, Frank Reich. Uh, I think those Ron, are the three right now. I know you like the Panthers. You want to hang on to Rule, Ron Rivera. I feel like Ron Rivera. Wait, why do I want to hang on to Rule? Rule, they, well, you, they, the you Panthers like are a mess. I do. Right, I think they're you, underachieving. Yeah. Who was the third one? Reich, Rule, Rivera, and Reich. Uh, I think they give Reich a, a little bit of a break. I don't know why, but I think because uh, he'll get to eight wins. I really wanted to give it to Kingsbury. I really, th- I think he stinks. I, I go back and I know, but they won today. It's Kyle. tough. I know. Yeah, some of these teams are going to have two wins. Like the Colts have won two and one. Um, has any team gone backwards fifteen to twenty yards on more first and goals than the Cardinals? That was crazy. I said, what am I watching here? I feel like they've had eleven plays. They almost, it, they almost got seven there. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and uh, Kyler's just getting mad, and then they'll cut to Kingsbury, and he's screaming in his headset, and mm-hmm. they're basically like Jack Horner and Dirk Diggler in front of the pool when the ready to fucking shoot, Jack. Yeah, ready to fucking shoot. What yeah. state? State of California? Like it feels <laughs> like they're going to get in a huge fight every week. Mm-hmm. Our friend Hench has has a funny take on Kingsbury because he's <laughs> he's he's like staring into that that crazy play that laminate play sheet and like nothing works. It's like all right, Kyler has to improvise right from the eight yard line and and that's the only thing that works. Forget about anything you're calling. I don't know. I, I but out of those three, I I think it's uh I think you got it with the Panthers guy there uh, rule. Well, it'd be funny if it was the play sheet, but it was just like this shot of a playground and kids running <laughs> around and that was the place he kept looking at just for keeping reminding himself i just have kyler run around yeah i will say it's a the blueprint most- it's a blueprint for his new living room his state-of-the-art <laughs> living room the, the hell's a draft yeah i will say the marquise brown trade so far has been pretty good for them he made some big yeah. plays today uh, yeah, i do not true. like that trade but he's been better on the cardinals than he was on the ravens the only other thing we didn't talk about we could talk about the rest of it when we do guess the lines I wanted more from that Bills Ravens game. It was just kind of blah. I don't know whether the I weather know. did it or what, but uh, Ravens took a big lead. So mm-hmm. it's kind of oh, this game might suck. Bills kind of came back, but there was really no electricity to that game at all. It did not feel like a showdown. Zappy Rogers was more exciting. <laughs> the old Zappy Rogers showdown. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Uh, I only got excited about that in the fourth quarter. Um, what happened? They went for it. Instead of kicking the field goal, they went for it from the three and he got picked, which is the worst thing that could happen yeah. because then you're like, all right, you know what? We'll force them to go 99 yards. Like, no. Oh, wow. He intercepted in the end zone. Now they only have to go 80. And actually, they didn't have to go 80 because they only had to kick a field goal. But the Bills did a masterful job leading that clock. Like, I wasn't even sure. You and I are almost always sure how to how to control that last minute. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. I, I'm, not, I'm not positive. Yeah, they did a they did a great job. I'm trying to look at for uh, MVP odds. Do you see them yet? I, I thought this was going to be. I mean, he was three to one last week. Josh Allen is he going to be plus two fifty because they beat the Ravens? Well, let me ask you this, Kyle. Turn the TikTok camera on. Oh, it's time. He's three to one still. Yeah. How many wins do the Eagles have to get before Jalen Hurts has a chance to win the MVP? Mm. Like, what if they're 16-1 and one and nobody else has more than 12 wins? Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. What if they're 15-2? and two? No way. 
<laughs> no, that's right. In there. No, he's uh, he's second. He's uh, Josh Allen's three to one, and then Lamar Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are all plus five fifty. Yeah, I guess today was the first time I I seriously started thinking about it. Because what were his odds at one point? Like forty to one? Oh yeah, yeah, even they were higher right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking today. You know, I think this is going to be a weird season, and especially because it's longer. But um, you know, we have that extra week, and everything mm-hmm. ebbs and flows, and all of a sudden this team looks good. The next week they don't. But it does feel like we're not going to have a lot of like high, high level record teams. Like, I feel like we're going to have a lot of 10 and 7, 11 and 6, 12 and 5. And that's going to be the cutoff. But that Eagles schedule is ridiculously easy compared to your Probably schedule. right. Yeah. Like your your team, Dallas, you play Philly twice. You also play, you haven't even played these games yet, at the Rams, at mm-hmm. Green Bay, at Minnesota, at Jacksonville, at Tennessee. Those are five yeah. tough games. The Eagles have your team twice. They're at Arizona and at Indy. And they're home for Green Bay and New Orleans. And they also had Jacksonville at home today instead of having to go there. It's just like, it's unbelievable how much easier their schedule is than Dallas, even though they're in the same division. The, the first place center uh, schedule is a real thing. It really yeah, is. It really is. Like the Bills had to play, you know, the Raven. Like they're, they're all playing good teams right now, right? But, you know, you say all this and then we watch Patrick Mahomes like, um, you know, that, dude, that thing where like Fonzie or Chachi used to bounce quarters off his bicep and catch him or something like they all the, that that's what Mahomes is doing now with ball like the way he's flicking touchdowns is you're constantly reminded that he really really is the best and it's like well he's got a lot of weapons like doesn't even matter his weapons are how many are on my team a 10 plus me how many are on defense 11 okay I don't care what name is on the back of the the give me Jody Fortson give me McCall Hardman give, give me Justin Watson all these guys that don't really matter and I'm gonna do a number on you I mean, it's a, we, we underrate how impressive he is. That was my case when I picked them to win the Super Bowl. They burned mm. me last week against the Colts. I went against them this week with the Bucks, and then they looked awesome again. And then I'm like, I'm even a double moron because we're <laughs> only four weeks in. I've already abandoned my Super Bowl case. Now I'm losing more money on it like an ass. And um, Tampa Bay arguably had the best defense. Put 41. Now, I know they turn the ball over in, in, in enemy territory a lot, but 41 against Tampa Bay. Well, has any team ever fumbled the opening kickoff and then won the game? Has it ever happened in the history of football? Interesting. No, probably not. They fumbled the opening kickoff. I'm like, I'm out. This is the loss. It was the first play, right? Because then the, they're uh, basically back? getting the kickoff in both halves, including mm-hmm. on the 20. Uh, yeah, when Mahomes had that spin play, Collinsworth was in rare form. Yeah. It was my favorite. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Al. Oh, you're not Al. What's your name? Mike. Mike, that's not fair. That is not fair. Mike, Mark, who are you? That wasn't fair. Patrick Mahomes, my God. Uh, Did you see? He went to the Thursday night game because allegedly he went because it was in Cincinnati. But you know why he went? Because he missed Al. Oh, did he? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. They showed him. He was in the luxury box talking to Goodell. But you know, he really went because Al, I just, I just miss what we had, Al. I just can't believe they broke us up. Amazon. You know what? I won't even buy Amazon anymore, Al. I don't even use Amazon Prime. I'm so upset. I you miss know, you. I, I get my razor blades at the local Ralphs. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> still there. But you know who misses that? I, I miss them. I really do. We make I fun, do too. But they split up a great team and for no they reason. They did. They really did. No reason. They at had all. so many years left. 
Oh, I, I just, like what I, fucking Aikman did. They stuck together. Like, all right, someone else wants me. All right, Fox, you either resign both of us or we're going somewhere else. I love that. That's great. And not just because Buck mentioned me on Monday Night Football last week. But no. Yeah, that was nice. They stuck together. Yeah. Oh, I, I just, I go to my local drugstore. I buy books in my local bookstore again. <laughs> I go to local hardware. I can't even look at Amazon Prime now. It just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts me. It hurts Just me come too. back. Can't we just uh, trade Tariko for you? That's another thing I would put. Another thing I'd put twenty bucks on uniforms that don't disgust us and the and the broadcast teams we want. We should be able to buy it a la carte. And channel seven hundred one being functional. That's right. All right, we'll uh, take a break. Do guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, so before we do guess the lines, so if you had these, you've had seasons like this where you just, everything's going wrong in the picks and that now, like I'm losing my confidence with picks now and I, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to embrace it because as you know, you've done this. Mm-hmm. You've been making picks in public forums forever. Sometimes it's not your year. You either want to be really good or really bad. You don't want to be in between. And I think this I'm in the midst. I think it's I'm in the midst of a really bad year. And I'm mm-hmm. going to embrace it. Just people can oh, fade okay. me. I don't have it this year. Just fade my picks. Great. Well, you're winning. I don't know what that says about me because you're beating me through four weeks. But all right, let, let's see what no, you got. No, I'm guess the lines I'm winning. But in... in oh. And... And in our ZFL Picks League, I'm like 12 games over 500. But with million-dollar picks and actual gambling, mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, of course I had the Browns today losing to yeah. the Falcons rush for 205 yards, even though Patterson's right. hurt. I Like, just mm-hmm. shit like that. I'm like, all right. So one of the things I was thinking, and I want people, Tom Shady 300 is Kyle's Twitter address because he checks his replies. I was thinking about like some sort of exorcism to wash the stink of 2022 off me through four weeks, <laughs> what that would be. And I, I'm not talking about like, you know, like chicken blood or something psycho, but is there some sort of 
some sort of thing I could do to switch my luck for week five. Cause I just mm. feel like, I feel like over and over again, I'm on the wrong end of these either or things where Jack, like right. stuff like Jacksonville, 14, nothing. And you know, we had the underdog parlay for million dollar picks was Jacksonville plus seven and a half adjusted with the Titans to win. And Jacksonville loses uh. by eight. Jacksonville, uh. they scored a cut it to one possession, but instead of going for the two early, which a lot of teams do, they kick the X, the PAT to be down eight. So I lost half point. It's shit like that. And I'm wondering what can I do to change my luck? So what do you think? Oh, what have you done when you've been in a funk? Have you tried cryo? I can get your group on. No, cryo's not. Maybe I should stop cryo. Maybe that should be oh, part of what cryo. I do. Oh, stop cryo. Maybe stop crying and then stop cryo. Cri yeah. Stop crying, stop cryo. What else? <laughs> don't answer your friend's text at 627 in the morning. I don't know. I think you're right. I, I, I'm like this too. Like you, if you give like four picks away on a, on a Friday, right? You're yeah. like, I want to do good with those. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm, I suck at that. But I'm also like, uh, you know, you know, 11 and five every week on, if you pick every game. So yeah, it's, it's right. You know, which is where I whatever am. you want to, whatever you want to do good with. So maybe just give all the picks next week. See what happens. You just pick every game. Yeah. Yeah. A million dollar picks. Yeah. So I do like $500,000 on every game. I don't know your dumb money, how you allot the money. Look at this. In one. our yeah, CFL. 500,000. Yeah. I'm 37 and 26 in our picks league. And I'm three and right. one and double down. So my record's 40 and 27 in that league. And yet, whatever. I, I'm going to do something to change my luck. And I don't know what it is, but one of it okay. might be, I might, I might block Lewis K on my phone. Might be one of my things. <laughs> couldn't hurt. It really couldn't. 627. <laughs> hey, can you pitch Kamara for Pollard? Unbelievable. Uh, people with, I, I hope people are enjoying this. And trust me, you would love it uh, so much more if you saw Lewis's reaction when 50 people text him about, oh, they were making fun of you on the podcast. You'd be so upset. Be <laughs> well, so you, just upset. Spent, you just spent time with him in Brooklyn. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we went, to, uh, we went to the Giants-Cowboys together. Can we tell the baby doll story about, uh, about Letterman or no? Yeah, he's just, it's terrible. It's just like he doesn't care. He just, um, Letterman doesn't want to be bothered. Letterman's coming off his best performance, I think, ever on Jimmy Kimmel Live. He was sharp as a tack. It was like 1992 David Letterman back again. And uh, he's great. And he's had run-ins with Baby Doll where he doesn't want to, <laughs> he doesn't just want to deal with them. And uh, Baby Doll goes through my cousin Mickey, who's like, a, the, the you know, she works in the talent department. Everybody who's been instructed to keep Baby Doll out of there, and he's got to do, baby, I'm, I'm here. How are you, Dave? You know, I manage Colbert. I manage. I'm he right starts listing his clients. Yeah, yeah, and Letterman perfect plays it perfectly, and says, uh, "Never heard of you. Don't remember you. No, no, doesn't ring a bell. Doing all that, he shakes him off. It was so great. It was the greatest thing. I think there's pictures of it, but there's no video. And uh, and then he does it again with Jennifer Aniston. He's the worst. He did it with Aniston too. Of course, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't go and say hi to these people. It's like, what is your job? They're all complaining about you. <laughs> to attack, to attack that celebrities? Yeah. <laughs> it's harassment. Well, the best one uh, ever we talked about before in the pod was when he harassed Oprah. Oprah, you oh, remember yeah. me? No, no, you remember me. When, when he gets uh, like abrasive that they don't remember him and they're, and they're like, yeah. I literally don't remember you. Yeah, he did. I don't, know. I don't even know if I should. You decide if you want to cut this. But I actually walked in with him. I had to see it in person. He did this with Sean Penn. 
And I guess mm. he had some crazy nights with Sean Penn 30 years ago. And Sean Penn didn't necessarily want to be uh, reminded of his, um, you know, crazy maybe, nights. maybe, yeah, his crazy past. And so he was like eyeballing uh, his assistant. And the assistant's like, I don't know who the hell this is. <laughs> I was like, baby, let's just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely leaving that in. Yeah. I love right, it. Whatever you want to do. Whatever he loves want. it. But I, that's become, Kimmel goes to Brooklyn once a year. Yeah. And, and baby goes for the whole time. And then the staff has to spend time making sure baby's not harassing the guests. Yeah. On Jimmy's show, which is the whole point is to have a celebrity friendly interactions with the guests. Right. Exactly. A great experience for them from the beginning to end. <laughs> um, guess the, guess the lines. Uh, Thursday night could be a loser leaves town match. Mm -hmm. In Denver, Broncos, Colts, loser leaves town, meaning the coach. Nat Hackett P.I. could be in trouble oh. after this game. Frank Reich, mm -hmm. if the Colts go one and four and then you got the 10 days off, I'd be worried about him as well. Um, I don't like either of these teams. And I, I promise you this, this is a stay away gambling game. I know people talk themselves in the Thursday night game, but these are two teams that are not playing well with four days mm -hmm. rest. And this game could go 90 different directions. I'm going to say Broncos at home favored by three. All right, we both get this. We both said exactly three. Now, here's my thing with these. I did this. I was successful with this in the NBA playoffs. I think these, I'm like you. I think these Thursday night games are wonky and the teams are ju just as erratic. So take the minus nine and a half on both sides. You'll get good plus money. Um, oh, interesting. That, right? Yeah, double digit win for either of these teams. Not sure which one, but doesn't matter. I like it. Sunday marquee game. I have Eagles cards for this. Mm -hmm. I think the Eagles now are on undefeated watch. It's in Arizona. Really? Yeah, because they have three hard games left. I mean, granted, they could blow some dumb Giants game, whatever. Their schedule's so easy. It's just, I'm excited to see how many games in a row they can win before we can officially mm -hmm. start having the undefeated combo. And Kyler Murray's fun. I, we already know what's going to happen in this game. The Eagles are going to go up 21 to 3. What do you think? 20 to 3, 21 to 3. Yeah. 20, 24 to zero. And it'll be like, oh my God, the cards are going to, and then all of a sudden Kyler will just start running around. And then all of a sudden, maybe now it's a 14 point game. Oh, they've right. cut it to eight. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm looking at this. Uh, you're, you're right. I'm looking at every other game and there's not one matchup where the, there's a, the established quarterbacks going into the season where you'd, you'd look forward to. But go ahead. Philly gives how many? I think you could make a case the Eagles are going to be favored in every game the rest of the way, except for at Dallas. And they might be yeah, favored maybe. in that one. But if you go through, mm -hmm. that's in play. I have the Eagles favored by three in Arizona. I had that too. It's five and a half. Ooh, five and awesome. a half. So they're already getting a little Eagles tax. Yeah. No one's buying into Kingsbury. I think they're really worried. Well, it's never fun to watch another couple fight on a dinner date. Or a quarterback <laughs> and a coach fight during a football game that you've been on. Those are two just <laughs> awkward, awkward moments. I think it's like, no, this is all my fault. No, 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 no. It's my fault. No, no, that terrible play was my, I wanted that terrible play. <laughs> and they crushed London. the Panthers. Yeah. All right. Second straight London game. We have the Packers coming off just mm -hmm. barely surviving Bailey Zappi. And uh, the Arizona Cardinal, I mean, the uh, New York football Giants who threw for 71 yards this week. 
Hey, London, I hope you like crap. It's like the Norm McDonald joke. <laughs> uh, this could be a Saquon Barkley fest, or this could be just Aaron Rodgers just picking the Giants apart for four quarters. I think it's double digits. I'm going to say Packers by 10 and a half. Oh, wow. All right. Where am I? I get this. Yeah, I said six and a half. It's seven and a half. Oh, okay. Because it's not a home game, and the Giants somehow are three and one, as bad as they are. And thank God Come they on. lost the Cowboys. Do you know how miserable it would be to deal with Giants fans if they were four and oh? At this point, I know we'd have to ship them all to uh, ship them all to London. But um, and I don't know, uh, Packers capable of like putting up forty five anymore? I think those days might be over. Yeah. How many points are the Giants going to score in this game? Yeah, ten. I mean, you're right. It's a, it's a it's a Saquon thing, if at all. They didn't really score against Cowboys either. So the Giants beat Tennessee, Carolina, and Chicago. And they lost to Dallas, Tennessee, Carolina, and Chicago. What would they finish the season with for wins? Would you say less than twenty? Less than twenty wins combined. Tennessee, Carolina, and Chicago. Would they win twenty oh, games combined? Oh, I see. Yeah, I think twenty's fair. Yeah. So yeah, I, right this is the that. first good team the Giants have played. Well, I'm Mears. just looking. The Patriots. They had no right being in this game either. They lost by th- they should they should have won. They should have beat the Packers in Lambeau. So are the Giants that much worse offensively? Maybe they are. Can we talk about that anymore. Patriots game for a, je- a second? Yeah, because sure. I think people are going to be down on the Packers coming out of that game. I thought the Patriots. Kyle was a witness. Van Latham was a witness today. I said before the game, the Pats were either going to win or lose by three. I really believe they're going to do the old school hmm. run the ball. Occasional play action, good pass rush. Just I, It just felt like an early 2000s Pats game. And it really was. And I think if Hoyer doesn't get hurt, I actually think they would have won. Zappi had a couple good moments and it was fun that he didn't like self-combust. But their last three, uh, they had three three and outs to end the game. Two in the fourth quarter and yeah. one in OT. He just, the moment got too big for him. Like, he, you know, he was a third string quarterback a week ago. But I think the Pats are are actually. I think they're pretty good. I know I think your defense three, but kept it in in there too. I didn't see a lot I, of separation from these Green Bay, you know, receivers, pass catchers, as nifty as Aaron Rodgers were. Like your Jawan Bentleys and the Adrian Phillips were all over the place. I felt they actually had a good draft for once. They have a pass rush. They have two good running backs. I think Stevenson and Harris are both good. They have multiple mm-hmm. guys. No star receivers, but at least guys who can kind of get open. And mm-hmm. the quarterback position has killed them the whole season. Mac was bad for the first three games. And Zappi today, he was, he didn't kill them, but he also, they needed him to make a couple plays. And he just, you know, he's a third string QB. But, don't but you I think say, the you team is good. More, you can't ask for more than a third string than 10 for 15 for 99. That's I know. Right. And no, That's what I'm and saying. No he was fine. Yeah. But they just yeah. needed him to make one play in those last three drives. My point mm-hmm. is, I think this Pats, I don't want to compare it to 2001. They had that game against the Rams on a Sunday night when they lost to the Rams, but you came away going, this team's good. I think this team, other than the QB position, is good. And if Mac can come back and be more like the Mac from last year and not not turn the ball over, and this is a team that should just run the ball, play defense. They hit on all their fourth-round picks. The mm-hmm. kick returner today, who I don't know where he was the first three games, Marcus Jones, was the most exciting kick return they've had since Cordero yeah. Patterson. Jack Jones, the who fell to the fourth round because he got 
kicked out of school a few years ago because he tried to rob a pa- or break into a Panda Express. So Kyle and I call him Panda Jack. We're pro Jack Jones. We love him. But he's really good at cornerback. Um, and then Zappy, who didn't embarrass himself. Like, I think most guys would have taken a shit in the field. Sure. I think the Pats are pretty good. I wouldn't rule them out as a seven seed. Okay, well, that's funny. But yeah, no, I look, look, we, we just went over how nobody's great. So, of course, you're, you're going to have to get to nine wins. So, if you think you can look at that schedule and you could go uh, eight and five the rest of the way, because that's, that's what you have to do. I don't think, I no longer think it's 10 and seven in the AFC. I think nine and eight, with these teams fighting each other is good enough. Well, first four weeks, they play at Miami. It turns out Miami, I think, is a good team. We would agree. Mm-hmm. They play at Pittsburgh, they win. They lose to Baltimore. I think we can agree Baltimore is like a legit contender. Yeah. And then they lose to Green Bay in overtime today. But then, then it gets a little easier. They got Detroit at Cleveland, Chicago at the Jets, Indy home for the Jets next six weeks. So they might be come out of that and be, you know, potentially five. And, what was five? And was four it fourth and like five that. at midfield or were they even on the Packers side of the field when they punted? Was well, the fourth punter, and five or more. No, it was more than fourth and five. The punter really hurt them today. I mean, really, the reason they lost that game today was the punter. He yeah. was awful. All right. Uh, you got lucky, too, though. That was like negative five seconds on the play clock when you threw that first touchdown. That was stupid and zappy. That happens twice Can a we just game. Put it, I, it happens a lot. It happens twice in every game. I, I don't know why the refs are so bad at this. Can't they put a chip in the ball? They put a chip in dogs and cats and humans. can Put a chip in the ball. When it ter- gets down to zero, the ball explodes. It's just it's or, fun to watch. The quarter, quarterback gets electrocuted. Yeah, something. There's a shock or some kind of something. Let the ball explode. It could be a nice uh, gender reveal or whatever. <laughs> I got two watchable games. One is your team. Playing yeah. the Rams in LA. How many Dallas fans? I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to. It took two and a half hours to get to MetLife uh, on a Monday night. And now it's going to take twice that. And I live 12 it, miles away. What is it? A one o'clock game? It's a one o'clock Pacific. Yeah. You're 100% going to this. Who are you kidding? Oh, There's going to be like 50,000 Dallas fans there. I, they, and they're all going to be trying to get out of the same parking lot as me. I won't make it for Guest Alliance. If this ends at 430, well, I, won't, I won't be able to make it. I'll do it from the I car. factored in the Dallas home field advantage for this game, even though it's in LA. I have Rams by four. We we tie there. I said four. It's six. Mm. That's too high because it's going to be a Dallas home game. We're going to lose, though. This is Cooper Rush. He finally meets, um, you know, I, I don't know. He's had, he's had some pretty clean pockets. I'll, let's just say that. He's done well. I like him. I watch him. He's as good as two dozen quarterbacks I watch every Sunday anyway, but... He's uh he might be in a little trouble this week. I like him. Tampa is home for Atlanta. I picked Tampa today as that was one of my million dollar picks because I felt like that game was when you have the hurricane and it can go either way, right? People can overreact to that and be like, oh, that team's screwed. They're gonna be dealing with family stuff. And then you're like, right. oh, I should have known. It's just football. They just or it's a situation like you have today where they just from the first minute looked like they were a mess. Um, Mm -hmm. I was surprised how bad their defense was. I know the Chiefs played great, but I really thought they had a good defense. And they were so bad in that game, I don't know what to think. So do we toss that game off because of what happened in Florida this week? Or 
did they what just finally go off? against that the Red Sounds, sounds well, very sexual. I mean, just oh, throw okay. it away. Yeah. Is it a throwaway? Yeah. Or I don't know. Or or maybe that that was really what their defense is this week. I was surprised because, like we said, they they had turnovers, which left them in compromising positions. Right? They had at least two uh, fumbles. Right? Um, yeah. No interceptions for Brady, but. Um, they held Mahomes to 249, which isn't crazy. The 189 on the ground is what I you'd never, never would have guessed that. Vita Vea and, and yeah. that, that front seven. Yeah. I thought I thought that Chiefs would run for a zero. Right. Right. So yeah, that concerns me a little bit, but I still think they're a top four or five defense. Well, this Bucks Falcon game is in uh in Tampa, and I have Bucks by mm-hmm. seven. Uh I said eight, it's eight and a half. People oh my aren't. God. Believing in the flying Mariotas just yet. Well, it's it's tough when your quarterback's not throwing for any yards. Uh, fairly right. watchable. So let's rip through these. Buffalo's at home for the Steelers. I think this is going to be our highest highest line of the year. Oh, farewell to Mitch Trubisky. That's it. You don't think we'll see him again? That's it. XFL. <laughs> XFL. We stuck with him for a uh, you know longer than like eighty five percent of people did. I would say. Well, our take was always if he has a good team around him and he's not making mistakes, you might be able to go 10 and 7, 10 and 6, whatever. Mm-hmm. On a bad team, no way. Right. With no line. I have the Bills by 12 and a half in this game at home. Good good job by you. I went light. I said 11. It's 14. You're mm. right in saying it's the biggest of the year. 14. Mitch Trubisky has been benched at halftime. <laughs> funny one, funny one to see the whole, uh, for a non-injury reasons or whatever they like to say when the guys just been benched. Right, Chargers, right. Chargers are in Cleveland. Not sure what to make of the Chargers game. J.C. Jackson came back. They're still missing some other guys. Um, they still look like a poorly coached mess every once in a mm-hmm. while. They kept letting Houston back in that game, and the Browns who. I thought we're going to roll over the Falcons and run all over them. And they instead got run on all over by the Falcons. I don't know what to make of this game, but I think the Chargers are going to be favored. I have Chargers by one. Oh, I got this. I said two and a half. It's three. Hmm. They don't trust Cleveland that much. I, I don't trust either of these teams. Um, yeah, this is rough. I, it's it's weird with Staley. You didn't mention Staley because I guess because they're two and two, but he was favored to win coach of the year and there were rumblings when Houston was coming back. Like this guy could be the first coach fired, right? If Houston had yeah. won that game. Yeah. I think it was in play. Pats yeah. are home for the Lions. Tough one for the Lions today. They're missing some guys, but they got destroyed by Seattle. In like, I'll give you a hint. I'm off by five points here. So you could you should steal this. Seattle Detroit did not make one of my TVs and it turned out it was mm. the most fun of all the games. Yeah. For sure. Who knew? That's what I mean. Geno Smith is uh is hitting 70% of his targets. 70 he's a 70% passer. If you just if you took somebody who's in a coma for the last 20 years and you mm. just had them watch the Seattle game and the Denver game today and then you were like one of these teams traded the other guy and right. got all these picks back. Which quarterback do you think it was? Most of them would have That's picked good. Gino, right? Yeah. 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 If they were in a coma for three days, I think they probably would have done that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what we're seeing with the, either of these guys. I have the Pats favored by two over the Lions. 
Am I a complete idiot? I had the Lions favored by two and a half. You get it. It's uh, Pats by two and a half. Oh, okay. Why is... I'm, what? I'm telling you. Why? Is Zappy's favored already against the pro I team? The, I think the Pats are, are pretty good. I felt I thought they would keep the Packers game close. I'll tell you this. Belichick was into the game today. You watched the game today, right? That yeah, was sure. He was old school, getting mad at the refs, whipping his he headset. He got so mad at that when they, when they had the opportunity uh, to review that call. He was furious. He was, throwing he was running down the sideline, calling timeouts. Mm -hmm. He was talking to Zappy. They cut over yep. the side. It really felt like Belichick was like, I think he likes this team. I don't think he's like the quarterback play, but I think he likes the team. This is like a very prototypical early 2000s yeah. Belichick team. Yeah, if his, if his game plan going into it is we're going to run and we're going to play old school defense, what's better for him? Yeah. That makes him look great, right? And that's basically what they did. Yeah, and you're right. There were a couple plays away from the quarterback from, from winning. But I don't know. They should be, you know, you talked about Detroit. As bad and stupid a team as they are sometimes, they score 24 points a game usually, right? Hmm. Yeah, you'd think. I don't know. One thing I heard, as you know, I have some Pat's birdies. Craft mm. loves Zappy. Oh. And Craft thought he should have started this week over Hoyer. He's like all in on Zappy. So I don't know. We'll see. Wow. You know who else is all in on Zappy? Nephew Kyle. You've never seen anybody get dumped faster than <laughs> Mac Jones did for an hour. Oh. Bailey Zappy just did a couple things, and Kyle basically took his Mac Jones jersey and just buried <laughs> it in my backyard. Is he it. doing shots of Bailey's now? Is Bailey's his drink? <laughs> no, that Kyle's sober October for Kyle. He didn't tell you? Oh. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, sober October is the thing. <laughs> you only got 29 days. You're good. Wow. Good for you, Kyle. Saints, Seahawks in New Orleans. And I think the Saints are favored by four. Yeah, that's what I had. It's five. That's um, a bad game. Nobody I should bet on that game. Uh, don't bet on Andy that game. Dalton. That's, that's such a disappointment. I had high hopes for the Saints. And Winston's going to be questionable every Thursday for the rest of the year. Well, and then Kamara. That yeah. team's all over the place. And they hit on the Olavi pick, ironically. That guy's good. Right. They traded yeah, all that stuff for him. And it seemed a little crazy. He's really good. Well, Mike, Michael Thomas duped us, right? It's like, no, I'm ready week one. Come on. It's it's, it's old Mike is back. It's like, no, no, no. He's, he needs a month off now. He'll be in Dubai soon. Um, <laughs> Dolphins at the Jets. And we have no idea who the Dolphins quarterback is going to be. But if it's two, I feel like there's going to be some sort of uprising. Teddy oh, Bridgewater with a week with the offense and the Jets are the Jets, but it is in Jersey. I'm going to say Dolphins by four and a half. I said three and a half and it's three. So I oh, that. wow. Not a lot of respect for the Dolphins. There are threes all over. I don't want to tip my hand here with the rest of the picks, but there's there's a lot there's a lot of threes. A lot, I think Vegas just gave up on some of these games. Well, Titans at Washington is the next one and I had Titans by three in that one. That's You get that exactly. I said two. Hmm. That's a bad game. That could be Rivera's last game. If they lose that game, I think that could be it. You him. think that's it? Yeah. I'll also tell you, I'm going to try not to watch a minute of that game. <laughs> well, this you, one, know, you know, you could you could stay away. They did a nice job putting, you know, another eight, nine games in the uh, one o'clock slot, one Eastern. I could, I could be skipping. None of these games really excite me. I could be going to my daughter's soccer game on Sunday. 
No, you were I mean, right. You did it to today. You did a Little League game, right? You were at a Little League game. I did today. it for the the yeah the last uh, quarter of the um, the late afternoon games. Yeah, I was at baseball. You got to yeah, do you it. You didn't miss much. I didn't miss much because I had the I had the stupid I had the stupid the TVs right by me as in the form of a phone. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, my daughter's on a really good team, and she's having a great time, and she's like totally really? invigorated, and she's playing great. She's like, nice. I just, just, I just having so much fun playing soccer. You forget how much fun it is to win versus to not win. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, it turns out when you're on a winning team, that's more fun than a right. team that wins and loses or just loses. Yeah, the winning mm-hmm. part is more invigorating. Mm-hmm. Um, Jags Texans in Jacksonville. I had Jags by six. You get this one. I had four and a half. It's seven. Am I winning? Uh, one, I think it might be tied. Three, six, eight, two, three, four, five, six. Eight to eight. And oh my God. four left. What a heroic performance by me. I'm on like antibiotics. I'm on NyQuil fentanyl. I'm all kinds of stuff. I'm just. Don't take a lap just yet. Don't, don't do it. I did all right in a couple of these. 49ers, Panthers. Um, I think You're I think it's officially this. time to say I was wrong about the Panthers. And it turns out it was the Falcons. I think the Falcons are going to be the team. <laughs> the Falcons, if it's they can beat four games in. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe I was Well, I'll tell you this. Baker was flat out terrible in the game today. And yeah. he might be on his way out of the league though, from what we're watching. Sam Darnold's got to be like, wow, I'm not better than this guy. Um, yeah. I recommend you rest, rest up and get the fluids and everything. But if you do have a few hours, take a look at Baker Mayfield box scores over the last few years. Not that many great games, turns out. No. He, he won that Pittsburgh playoff game. That was fun. Not Maybe this is what we deserve. Top five QB of the last 10 years for reactions from his wide receivers after passes that either bounced or sailed over their head. Oh, yeah. Where they always had that thing where they're like, it's not me, right? Like I like it's mm-hmm. him, right? Like this, like that guy kind of sucks over there, right? Um yeah. I thought he would have a rejuvenation season, and it turns out there wasn't much to rejuvenate. <laughs> I have the 49ers by two and a half over the Panthers. You get this. I, I went real low. I said one, it's four and a half. Oh, that's so now sad. you have the lead. You have the well, lead we with were, three left. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what happens to the Niners in that Rams game tomorrow because my instinct would be like, oh, take the Niners. You know, it's a home game for them, blah, blah, blah. But I think that Trent Williams thing is going to be really bad for them. So I didn't think their sure. line was good to begin with. He was their only good tackle. And that game I, changed when, when he went out. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I like the Rams tomorrow. So the way I've been picking lately, maybe go against me. But I'm going Rams. No, we're turning it around tomorrow, Billy. I'm going Rams with you. All right. I feel ever, ever since you abandoned me for the extra points crew, I just feel like my, my gambling's never been the same. <laughs> what? All these new threads, all these new gambling friends. <laughs> How dare you? Bare, you barely have time to talk to me in house. To me Whatever. and Hench. I, look at our Hench uh, uh, thread with the house. How many times you responded? I Big could barely zero. fucking see. I was sick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, I, I was afraid to look at my phone. I didn't know if Lewis was going to keep texting about to replace another <laughs> guy to Steve. Lewis costs you sleep. What a jerk. Jesus. Lewis, 627 text. Who text who texts anyone at 627 on a Sunday? Who does that? That's like somebody died. Here's the text. Or somebody's in the hospital. Here's the text. Or right. somebody broke into your house. It's the alarm company. You have three minutes to get out. Not can you bench Kamara from Pollard at 627? 
What the I'm hell? Picture in Lewis's face. He's so upset. He may live the six twenty-seven. Lewis. <laughs> it's a person who deals with talent on a weekly basis. <laughs> I have one poop the game, and it is Minnesota versus Chicago. <laughs> the Bears' offense is legitimately unwatchable. It's just not football. It's like, it's like when there's a college football game on. CBS or Fox or ABC, mm-hmm. but it's a bad game. And you're mm-hmm. the, just like LSU's on one channel against Alabama. And then you go to this other game and it's like some mid-level school gets another mid-level school. And you're like, ah, oh, this is bad. That's the Bears. Who offense. did they beat? They beat 49ers in that terrible rain game. And then they, they beat, beat the, the Texans, Texans last week. Davis Mills was- threw the pick when they had the ball with a right. minute left on their own 30. I, you know, uh, Fields doesn't have a lot. Like, Mooney was his best receiver, right? Uh, did, did he have a good game? I don't even know if he, he couldn't have really had a Mooney good game. Mooney was good right? today. Yeah, he had like 90 he yards was? today. Yeah. Oh, everyone wanted to cut him. But anyway, I'm, 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 I want to defend Justin Fields. And at the same time, he had 11 completions. Like he usually has seven or eight. So maybe this is, maybe you just do throw a party for Justin Fields. He had, you know, went up like 30% uh, completion from what he normally does. 11 for 20. Well, it's a rare combo. I don't really know how much of the blame is him, but they can't really pass block. And yeah. he also, his instinct, as soon as anything breaks down, is he's just going to run. Take off. So yeah. the other teams now know that. So it seems like they're just sending a lot of guys and playing him to then eventually take off. And then they have guys waiting. And they're just mm-hmm. not afraid of, like, it's crazy that they even play deep safeties against him because the Bears just don't right. throw the ball deep. It's yeah, well, Mooney had, 94, Mooney had 94 yards receiving, but then... The other go-to guys like Trayvon Wesco only had 23 and mm. Treston Ebner only had eight. And are you making up Amir those names Smith- or are those real names? No, these are real names. These are real names in the box score here. How many did <laughs> Robert Daddy Jr. Help. have? <laughs> there is an Emir Smith-Marset. Uh, he had a target, but not a catch. Did Alc Baldwin have any catches? Um, <laughs> I have uh, Vikings by eight over the Bears. Do we split this? No, I get it. I had seven and a half at seven. Oh, come on. That line's too low. This line will be nine by Sunday. I don't, they believe in Chicago. Well, they believe in Chicago or they not believe in Minnesota. That Minnesota team's not as good. Cousins is, it's like the TV show you like with the character that hasn't worked for a couple seasons, but is still on the show and everybody knows the mm-hmm. character doesn't totally work. He still puts up his stats. Like Jefferson had a huge game. But I guess he did Jefferson, but I think Jefferson always thinks he's doing better than he is. Yeah. Right? They celebrate a little bit too much, but I guess he, he was good he had today. a good game. Yeah. Sunday night. Their defense ba- is what's weird. Sunday night's a good game. Baltimore at home for Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. We'll find out once and for all with this Bengals team, I think, on this game because I, I still don't know what to make of them. I have the Ravens favored by three and a half over Cincinnati. Oh, you nailed it. All right, I'm going to warn you here because we're tied, but I, I did. I swear on my kids, I picked, uh, even the ones I like, that I picked the last one exactly, but you nailed that at three and a half. Okay. Chiefs, home. Wait a minute. No, you're ahead, you're ahead of me. You're up 10-9. So if you tie me... Oh, that sucks. All right. I can't win, but I can Chiefs, talk. Chiefs home for the Raiders. Uh-huh. Monday night. Buck and Aikman. Uh-huh. 
I have the Chiefs by six. All right. So we tie for the week. I said seven, and it is seven. Ah, uh, damn it. They're in, That's a lot well, of they always kill they always kill the Raiders, right? Like, yeah. don't they didn't they have like 28 first quarter points in one of the games last year? And like Tyreek Hill wasn't even in the game last year. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that is. Another tie for us. I don't yeah. have a sister. All right. So I don't know what it's like to kiss my sister. But, <laughs> um, two, okay. one, and two. Bill Simmons wins. This episode is brought to you by Burger King, which has the greatest commercial song I think I've ever heard. The ultimate hunger hack has arrived, my friends. BK's Royal Crispy Wraps. Choose from four bold flavors, classic, spicy, honey mustard, and the new, drumroll please, fiery buffalo. Oh yeah, I'm getting that one. They're only, only just $2.99 each because at BK, have it your way, you rule. Try Royal Crispy Wraps at Burger King, $2.99 each. Price and participation vary, U.S. only. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. Oh, wait, before we do Parent Corner, I mean, do you want to talk about the Mets for two minutes? No, I don't want to talk about them for any minutes. I'm so bummed out. I really am. Like we joke, you know, when you joke about, oh, your team's going to blow it. Jimmy and I were talking about this. And you just say that, that maybe if you put it out there, it won't happen. And then it's June 1st, you're up 10 and a half games and you have all your starters healthy and you still blow a 10 and a half game lead. Like I don't even have excuses. I wish I had excuses to fall back on. Scherzer and DeGrom are healthy. Marte's out, but for God's sakes, hold a 10 and a half game lead. Don't, play so poorly as they did against the Marlins and, and Washington and all these other scrub teams. I'm, well, plus, I'm you so hate the Braves. Out. I hate them, but you know what? I think I'm going to bet them. I, I think I'm going to pull a hench and what, what result is going to upset me the most next to the Yankees winning the whole thing, which I don't think will happen. I have to bet the Braves or something. I know it's blasphemous. Didn't you know Fantasy was talking about this, huge Mets fan, that he felt like yeah. He felt like they half-assed the trade deadline. It was going to come back to bite him. That they should have should have gone for a kill. He wanted a lefty. He just didn't. Right. Yeah. He, yeah, he wanted a lefty. It. I, I don't know that that... Yeah, and Jared, I think his, he's right. His, his reasoning and the psychology behind it, that they kind of rested on their laurels a little. I don't know that a lefty would have made a huge difference. Um, he was so good, Diaz, and he was pitching eighth innings, but he barely pitched in September because they either had a big lead, rarely, or they uh, they were losing. So... It it didn't didn't time out, and now we got this best two or three garbage starting Friday. But you're going to be the number one wild card, right? Yeah, so we'll play either the Phillies or the Padres. There's a game between them, and the number one wild card does have three at home and the best of three, so that's good. But you're fine. Just, uh, you're like fine. to have a week off. You think so? These yeah, Braves are as okay. good as they were last year, and they they won the title. Like they, 
I, I know Freeman's gone, but Olsen's just about as good. And they have like two rookie of the year, one and two candidates. I know, but you're going to play them either way. I don't know. You're fine. You yeah. just want to make the playoffs. You just don't want to be in that okay. other, you don't want to be in that winner takes all one game wild card thing. That sucks. Yeah. I'm going to avoid that suck. one. All right. I, I thought you'd be more bummed. You got to be honest. I am bummed. I really am. I would have definitely traded a Cowboys win for a, a Mets win. Although I'm not even sure they could hold on for the three game series against Washington the way they hit. I just hate when the bats just go stale. You can't put more than two runs together in an inning. I'll tell you this. It's been a horrible Red Sox season. Mm -hmm. Watching Judge unsuccessfully try to break the uh, the American League home run record, by the way. Right. Not even the total home run record. I call it the Yankee home run record because it gets Yankee fans even angrier. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's still 12 away from Bonds. So right. the Bonds home run record, which is still still exists, he didn't... Mm -hmm there weren't any rules in place. So even though he cheated, he didn't really technically like cheat where we had to like wipe the records clean. And Never the record 73. The test. Well, the record's <laughs> 73. And it's like, what are we doing? And it's like, no, this I is know. the, the non steroids record. It's like, Oh, we're going to do that. So now do we have to litigate every player, whether right. they did or they didn't? How do we know the current guys don't do steroids in any league? Maybe the steroids are it. just better and less detectable. Give me a break. Um, but yeah, the judge thing, Fly, to have the Maris family at all these games and then every time and he gets up and all these Yankee fans, half of whom have probably been to like one game and they got their cameras ready because mm -hmm. they overpaid for their seats and then he'll hit like the 220 yard fly ball and they're like, ah! And then it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a short fly ball to center. I fucking love it and it's been the only positive this whole Red Sox season. Him I not like being able too. to break the record is fantastic. Yes, I do. I have him, by the way, you could bet at plus 450 that he didn't break the record uh, last week. I bet it. So I have four more games. I'll probably lose, but it's been a fun game. Bet. Uh, but the, the Maris family, I can't tell if they're like great actors or they're just delighted that they could go home, you know, that, that the hostage situation is over and they could go home soon if he breaks it. Right. Like if you and I had this podcast record, like let's say we had the record for most podcasts ever. Right. And yeah. you passed away. Not that there's any way I'm going to outlive you, but you passed away. And so I was there on our behalf and for someone who was about to break our record 20 yeah. years from now. And I'm, I'm supposed to be happy for this person? No way. No See, I think way. it's even worse. I think it's like if Archie was on, we're both dead, and Archie's okay. going to all the games. And I'm like, like oh, before getting closer to the podcast record, and there's Archie sitting over there. Mm -hmm. uh, like, He's probably rooting for the guy to break the record so it could work. And then what happens to the Maris guy? What does he tell his boss? How is this covered right. in any sort of work? He's like, hey, so judge, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to be at work again tomorrow. Judge couldn't get the home run. The guy's like, dude, <laughs> dude your desk is full of papers. Oh, nobody has a desk anymore. <laughs> can, we, can, we get, can we get him to call in next week? The boss? That's a great angle. I hadn't thought the, of that. <laughs> what, what, Roger what Maris' boss son's boss. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's like, what the fuck? He told me he was gonna be gone for three days. Judge had to break the record. It's been ten. That'd Where be is a good he? Booking. I mean, I know you've interviewed Obama, but Roger Maris's son's boss would be a, a nice get. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, hilarious. He'd be like, "Yeah, I had to fire him. I just like mm -hmm. I can't look the other employees we have in the eye. Like Roger Jr. <laughs> just left." <laughs> <laughs> 
He's going to baseball games, sit, sit and eating gourmet hot dogs before these Yankee Blue Jays games. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else is working. It was um, the most uncomfortable hostage situation I've seen in a while. I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I hope he doesn't break it. This is where, like, this is where the sports, we're not supposed to be this spiteful with sports, but there's certain I teams know. where it's like, I just hate the Yankees. I just always want their fans mm-hmm. to be unhappy about whatever. They feel the same about Red Sox fans. We're all fine. We made an agreement. Sure. I don't yeah. want Judge to get 62. I just don't. If that makes me a bad person, so be it. No, you don't want to see Yankee fans happy. That's There's nothing wrong no. with that, right? Yeah, that's like it. Sal in right field with with his mustache. Not you, Sal, but just generic Yankee yeah, fan. Mm-hmm. Mario yeah. holding, holding the judge. Oh, he did it. Aaron, 62. <laughs> Just throw at his feet. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I would walk him. They should. That, yeah, just who, throw, throw softly at his legs. Yeah. Who's their last series against? They should just intentionally walk him every, every the Rangers. They, yeah, they four against the Rangers. One of them's a doubleheader. One of the, one day's a doubleheader. Couldn't we do a GoFundMe where it's like we'll donate to Ooh. the Rangers charity of choice if you intentionally walk Judge every time? I like that. <laughs> what what number needed to get to? 10 million? Supported. The Red Sox fans are in for 10 million. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Goes to the Jimmy Fund. Well, you, everybody's happy. Yeah, you know they weren't going to allow him to break the record, right? They're like, look, we, we have enough bad highlights for this year. Don't be right. the guy that gives it up. No. Mm. All right, let's do Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax makes shopping for a car easy for everyone with thousands of CarMax certified cars to choose from. There's a perfect match for your budget and life. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. What do you got for uh, Parent Corner? Uh, all right. So as you pointed out, um, I had a game at 4.30, a, a kid's Little League game. My son, he's nine years old. And so that's at the end of the late afternoon games, right? So the only one really in question was your game. The Raiders were, by the time I got mm. there, the Raiders were clocking it against Denver. They won and covered. And I had big money on your Packers to, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Packers to beat your Patriots sh- just on the money line, right? Um, even though I had the the Pats plus the points. So anyway, I'm watching that and the Mets had started and I had a friend there, my producer, Mikey Meatballs was there and we're watching the two games on the phone and my kid is catching in the first inning. And like the first at bat, uh, first of all, I, I don't know, like nine year old, you could lead now. And so everything, it's just a carousel. Everybody's stealing bases all the time. So he's yeah. throwing down the second. The, the kid's already there before he cocks his arm back to throw. Like it's, it's so stupid. And same to third and everything. But he's decent. Like he once in a while he can throw a guy out at third. He takes catching seriously. Um, uh, a ball bounces, uh, hits him um, like in the like in the ankle. Right. I don't know how the shin guard doesn't cover him. So he goes down for like ten seconds and gets up. I'm like I'm like, come mm. on, you're all right, Harrison. You're all right. And like and then the next one, there's a foul like off his arm and he's like, he, he's laid out and oh, my no. wife and I, and th- this I think is like, this is like what, the, I don't know if you could do this with two kids. Like, Oh, you have an older one. You're, you're not as worried or concerned or freaked out when the second one gets hurt. Right. Cause you've been through it with the older one when you have yeah. three and you know, my wife and I are considerably older than these other parents, these other nine-year-old parents of nine-year-olds, you know, I'm like 51. She's 46. These others are like, uh, you know, skinny blonde, thirty-three-year-old mothers here. It's, it's so yeah. weird. And we're like, "Oh, just get up." We're, we're actually yelling this from the stands as I'm watching, like uh, Rogers try to convert a third down. And I'm like, "Harrison, just get up already!" And the other parents are looking at us like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" There really could be something. You know, he he hasn't really moved. I'm like, "Oh, he's fine." And then like, 
eventually he gets up and walks off and you know, everyone gives him the uh, applause. I'm like, I told you he was fired. And they're all looking at me like, wow, what a monster you are. You and your monster wife. What the hell what are you doing? This, I'm like, trust me, this is what happens. Go have two more kids. You'll see, you know. So that's my parent corner. And he's fine. <laughs> see, you have more parent experience than the other parents. Yeah. And I want to make it like it's an I told you so thing. But I do have to explain why my, my, my awful behavior. My parent corner, um, my son, his school had homecoming last night and they mm -hmm. had the football game and it's this whole event. It's they put, they have all these different sports. There's like a Ferris wheel and all these food stations and it's like 4,000 people at the game. And it's just a ton of people. And of course we stink in the first half and it's like the classic too many people there. You could tell the team a little tight. Second half right. down nine, five minutes left come down, get the, and I'm, I'm explaining football to my wife. Like everyone, she's never watched football, doesn't care. So the other mm -hmm. team misses the PAT. It's 2011 instead of 2111. There's like six minutes left. And I'm saying to my wife, like, this is good for us, the missed PAT. And she's like, I, why mm -hmm. is it good for us? I'm like, I, 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 all I do is watch football on Sundays every week for the last however many years. And the missed PAT, it's like just a bad omen for them. Just trust me. We come down, we score, cut it to two. Onside kick to uh, Ben's out there on the kickoff. Onside kick, first time we didn't get it. Second time we don't get it either. They have the ball now at midfield. It's like three minutes left. We have all three timeouts. Classic mm -hmm. scenario, right? It's like, what do you, so now all the, all the NFL DNA is coming in where it's like, is this going to be where they just run it into the line twice and then third down play action? And it's like, we have to know this is what they're going to do. That's what they do. They run into the line, run into the line. Now it's third and 10. And we have this kid, Santa Hernandez, Sante Hernandez, who's fucking awesome, who um, he tore his ACL last year. And he was like one yeah. of the best players on the team. He's a captain. So he missed almost all the all last year. He's a wide receiver, D defensive end. Started to come back, really started to play the whole game like a week ago. Third down, comes, comes off the side like Lawrence Taylor, strip sack. We get the ball, nice. come down, 25-yard field goal to win. Fourth, It was like the first time they've won in the last 20 years on a field goal at the end of the game. Mass chaos. Wow. Our team's four and two. Let's fucking go, Sal. This is great. Oh, High I school like football. Oh, I fucking, you told me it was going to be great. It's 100 oh. times better. It is so much fun. Oh, I thought fun. it was a bad ending. I no, that was it was be a, a great ending. ending. Oh, good. It's good. the, oh, it's the so good. being football parent, it's the fucking best. It's a, right. I don't enjoy it. And I'm your wife's, in it, the your wife's into it too, even if she can't figure the numbers out. Right. Like it's very exciting even for women who don't know like, or, or spouses. I don't want to just say women. Right. Well, she, she doesn't know anything. And it's gotten the point after six games where there was one flag and she's like, what was that? False start. And then the guy mm -hmm. was like, false start. She's like, I knew it was a false start. I'm like, this there is great. You go. You're starting to learn the there football. You go. Um, That's great. But it's, it's so exciting, but it's so funny how all the same things that we watch every week on NFL Sundays are also recaptured in these high school football games. Yeah, it's in our family now. Like yeah. It's a, yeah, it's part like of Like the us. other team should have play action on second down because we were selling mm -hmm. out. We had 10 guys up, just a little play action rollout, and they probably, the game's right. over. But they got conservative. Well, there's no, I mean, that shouldn't be a surprise to us that the, the pro and the pro ranks, the, the coaches are, you know, anemic and that, high school it would be any different right 
<laughs> not these going to be these masterminds. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be more conservative in high school because, you know, mm -hmm. you've, you've got 17, 16 year old players. But anyway, the thing that bums me out most of what, what you said is uh, Louis K tried to get Sante Hernandez in his lineup Friday night. <laughs> he, and he, would, <laughs> he asked for him, him at 627 when he found out Kamara was a plan. <laughs> This kid, Santi Hernandez, I'm telling you, this kid, this kid's really good. Our team's good though. We I think we have a chance, this team. Yeah. Anyway. We're five and one. We're gonna meet in the playoffs, Simmons. We're gonna meet in the playoffs. So your team's greatest. five and one? Five and one now, yeah. What's your what's I your big game? Do, do you have the rank? We're we're ranked like eighty. We're the Mustangs. I think we're ninetieth in the, the you know, there's like a thousand and twenty California schools, and we're like ninety-third or something. Oh wow. That's good. Yeah. I, we're in the hundreds somewhere. Yeah. I don't know what the what the thing yeah. is. Our big game hundreds is in good. two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. That, the other best team in the league. Who do you play next week? We play uh, Palos Verdes. Who that it's going to be us or them to win the division or whatever they uh, call it at this point. Yeah. Friday night affair. Great. Here we All go. Right. That's it for Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Take advantage of the nationwide inventory at CarMax. Start your shopping online, browse and compare their full inventory and choose a vehicle from any store across the country. Fees and restrictions may apply. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, Sal, we made it. Any uh, Anything to plug? Well, first of all, I want to thank Ryan Gisrael, Director of Basket Basketball Operations for the Nets. I was, I'm was i all in in basketball again, Simmons, because I was in Brooklyn. I'll make this real quick. I wanted to go to Locales. It's one of the great pizza places I've heard of in Brooklyn. Melissa and I, we go. We get there. They're like, I was sorry. The uh, restaurant is uh, reserved by the Nets today. And I look in and it's KD and it's Ben Simmons and oh my Kyrie God. at a table. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it gets better. And I'm like, Ah, oh, man, that sucks. So I immediately go to like my app or whatever. And I'm looking at right, what's walking distance. That's good pizza. And this guy, Ryan, uh, comes up to me, recognizes me from our podcast as he listens oh. every week. He's like, he's like, please sit with us. Not necessarily with Durant and them, but the other directors of basketball operations. I had one of the best slices of pizza I ever had. We sat there. We ate meatballs. The owner has the same last name as me. So we talked for about a half hour as we're talking. The Nets file out. Beyonce and her bodyguard come in. And it was like, I got a, a ho the best pizza experience anyone could ever get. And it was Hollywood, but it was in Brooklyn. And uh, I, I didn't lift my head once to uh, to look at these people. But Beyonce and the Nets at LaCowie's Pizza. Thank you, Ryan Gisrael. So now you have to and bet the you, Nets Simmons. over. Yeah. I guess I do. I guess I do. So, you know, there's whatever you hear, dissension in the ranks. Not true. They're eating pizza together. Well, if you come up, if anybody suggests any uh, betting exorcism stuff for me before week five, let me know. If there's any, any good tricks. Yeah, we, we should uh, definitely. What did I say, though? I said, oh, bet every game. All right. Bet well, every we'll, game. We'll Maybe I'll wear stuff. my T-shirts yeah. inside out. I don't know. Got to yeah. do something to change. We'll get that going. What do you got to yep. plug? Extra Points Podcast Network, part of Omaha Audio. All your sports gambling needs taken care of. Uh, against the lots tomorrow, we'll hit first touchdown. Uh, we've hit the first touchdown two night games in a row. Props, Ooh. sides, totals. We'll do it all. So there you go. All right. Sal, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton, Steve Cerruti, and Dylan Berkey. As always, I will be back on this feed on Tuesday. Special basketball episode. Any guesses? It's a good guest. Any guesses? Any guesses? Basketball, Tuesday. Maybe a little football at the end. Maybe a little something else at the end too, but basketball, Tuesday. I'll see you then.